Narada continued, They who yearn to attain a certain condition understand the good fortune of they who have already attained it. The gopis who yearn to drink the nectar of Mukunda's lips sing the glories of the good fortune of his flute. Sanatana Goswami explains that this is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10.21.9 where the gopis say, My dear gopis, what auspicious activities must the flute have performed to enjoy the nectar of Krishna's lips independently and leave only a taste for us gopis for whom that nectar is actually meant? The forefathers of the flute, the bamboo trees, shed tears of pleasure. His mother, the river on whose bank the bamboo was born, feels jubilation, and therefore her blooming lotus flowers are standing like hair on her body. The Lord is so wonderfully attached to the people of Brudge, and eternally so full of love for them, that he has no desire at all to see his eldest son, Brahma, who, attracted by the flute, bows before him and recites prayers. Charmed by the people of Vrindavan Forest, who know wonderful mantras and magical herbs, the hero of Brudge is not eager to speak even for a moment with persons like me, for whom his lotus feet are the only goal. Who can describe their attachment to him, aware only that he is the son of the cowherd Nanda, and elaborately serving him with love, they always pass the time in great anxiety. They are beyond time. Their feet are worshipped by us, who are filled with the opulences of transcendental knowledge. They are flooded with a bliss greater than what is in Vaikuntha. They are worshipped even by the Yadavas. The people of Braj were not enchanted by Krishna, it was Lord Krishna who was enchanted by them. That is the truth. He even forgot his mission as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and I had to somehow remind him. Sanatan Goswami explains that the Lord sometimes forgot his mission of killing Kangsa and doing many other things, and by offering prayers, Narada had to remind him. Examples of Narada's reminders are Srimad Bhagavatam 10, 37, 13, and 10, 37, 15. Wishing auspiciousness for the Yadavas, how did intelligent Akrora take the Lord, as if by force, from Braj to Mathura city? Sanatana Goswami explains that the question posed in this verse is answered in the following verses. By hearing intelligent Akrura's descriptions of the great sufferings of Devaki and Vasudev, Krishna was convinced to go. This is described in the Harivamsa, where Akrura says, Your aged parents are now slaves, tortured by the sadist, Kunksa. He can never leave the people of Braj. He returns to Braj at every moment. He lives there and enjoys pastimes there, eternally. Sanatana Goswami explains that the Lord leaves Braj and then returns to Braj again and again in his pastimes. 
eager to see what actions, pleasing to his heart, the people of Brudge do when they are tossed by the waves of separation from him. The Lord sometimes hides in the depth of the forest groves. I think this action is a very rare gift, the crown of what the all-generous gives to they who are most dear to him. Sanatan Goswami explains that some people may protest that it is not right for the Lord to separate himself from they who cannot bear even a moment's separation from him. This verse answers them. The gift here is the most intense love for Krishna. It is so rare that none but the people of Braj are able to attain it. It is described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10, 47, 27, where Uddhava tells the gopis, My dear gopis, the mentality which you have developed in relationship with Krishna is very, very difficult to attain, even for great sages and saintly persons. You have attained the highest perfectional stage of life. It is a great boon for you that you have fixed your mind upon Krishna and have decided to have Krishna only, giving up your family, home, relatives, husbands, and children for the sake of the Supreme Personality. Because your mind is now fully absorbed in Krishna, the Supreme Soul, universal love has automatically developed in you. I think myself very fortunate that I have been favored by your grace to see you in this situation. Narada continued, As the Lord enjoys pastimes in earthly Gokul, he also does in the spiritual Goloka. Any idea that one is higher and the other is lower is imagination only. Although he enjoys pastimes there with Srinanda and the others eternally and without ever becoming tired, the Lord is not always seen by everyone in Brajabhumi. Sanatana Goswami explains that in Goloka, in the spiritual world, everyone sees the Lord always. In Gokula, in the material world, however, everyone sees him during a certain period at the end of Dwarpa Yuga, but at other times, only certain people at certain times are able to see him. As in Vaikuntha, Garuda and the other eternal associates of the Lord are always present, so in Goloka, the Lord's eternal, dear friends, are always present. Sanatan Goswami explains that someone may protest. Nanda Maharaj and the other cowherd people are residents of Gokul in the material world. How can they simultaneously exist in Goloka in the spiritual world eternally? This verse answers that question. As Garuda and the other associates of the Lord stay in Vaikuntha, but at the same time are also present in the material world, so the cowherd people of Braj are present in the spiritual world and material worlds simultaneously. By their own wish, with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Lord of their life, they eternally enjoy pastimes in both places. Sanatana Goswami explains that the two places are 
go cool in the material world and go loca in the spiritual world. Adopting the same methods one uses to attain Sri Goloka, one may see the playful and merciful Lord in the material world. O oh dear one, why are you so eager to see the sweetness of the pastimes at Lord Gopal Dev's lotus feet? Sanatana Goswami explains that here, Narada rebukes Gopakumar for desiring something so rare and difficult to attain. O brother, know that this is very difficult to attain. The way to attain it is very difficult to follow. That is my final conclusion. Sanatana Goswami explains that here Narada Muni speaks of attaining Goloka in the spiritual world. Most living entities do not know what should and what should not be done. Some few men know what should be done. Many are intent on economic development and sense gratification. Some follow the duties by which one attains Svargaloka. Some perform religious duties without material motive. Of them, some aspire for impersonal liberation. Some are liberated Paramahamsas. And of the Paramahamsas, some are great souls devoted to service of the Lord. Among these devotees, they who have given their hearts to being friends of Sriman Madan Gopal's lotus feet are even more rare. Know that the different ways to attain different goals of life are in this sequence of higher and lower. This is taught by the words of the scriptures. Other than these devotees, there are others even more exalted. I am not qualified to describe them. <laughs>